0: Let us pray God we thank you for the gift of your holy scripture and we ask that you open our hearts and our minds and uh, just receive what it is you have for us today amen come to me all who are weary oh Jesus weary doesn't even begin to describe how we're feeling we're exhausted stressed sad overwhelmed frozen and frightened the decisions we are required to make the concern for those we are protecting the vitriolic politicizing of the pandemic it's all just too much at times weary doesn't even begin to describe it It wasn't until seminary that I realized I enjoyed writing. By the time I had arrived, it had been almost 20 years since I had been an undergrad student. And since my degree in fashion merchandising really didn't require a whole lot of writing, I quickly signed up to visit the seminary writing instructor before my first paper was due. Upon meeting her, I explained my background, and I was shocked when she told me that though I hadn't done a lot of writing, she could tell that I had read a lot over the years. I learned that through reading, I was able to develop my vocabulary along with some decent sentence structures. I had a couple of really creative professors in seminary, and they had us write some of our papers, as conversations with a partner. This wasn't supposed to be a conversation uh, partner with somebody that we currently had in our lives. Rather, we were to use a historical person that we had been studying. The goal was to help us process our thinking and through the lens of what we had learned from this historical person. I found this process exciting, and it ended up unlocking some creativity that I didn't even realize was hidden deep inside me. Today's scripture naturally invites us into a conversation with Jesus. We have spent these weeks since Pentecost sitting at the feet of Jesus. We've listened as he's given us instructions on what it means to be a disciple. We've learned that choosing to follow Jesus does not mean we're gonna have a life filled with ease. We've heard that with our decision comes hard work and sacrifice, but along with all of that also comes the assurance that we are never alone. We've listened and we've learned, and today we are here again with Jesus as he is giving thanks to God. In this moment of praise, he expresses gratitude for giving all of these things to those who are humble enough to accept what God offers. Not everyone receives what God offers Not because God isn't generous or invitational, because we know that is God's very nature. It's because our egos have a tendency to get in the way. Come to me, all who are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Oh, Jesus, the burdens of life are very heavy these days. We are so tired of carrying the weight of keeping our families held together. We're tired of worrying about the health of loved ones and fretting about how we're gonna pay our bills. The heaviness of painful relationships, our self-hatred and our secrets are wounding our souls and turning us into something other than that which you have created. The burdens of life are so very heavy. Before we moved into the parsonage, we lived seven houses away from my brother, his wife, and their three kids who are 15, 14, and five years old. We loved living so close to family, and our children were, are more like siblings than they are cousins. They laugh and play together, and they fight just like siblings would. The five-year-old in the family was a happy surprise for all of us in the family, most especially my brother and sister-in-law. Penelope is bright and she's curious and she's just a happy-go-lucky child. Now, Penelope is equal parts joy and attitude. She is a delight. We love her sass and we couldn't love that child more. From the time she was very tiny, our kids, Austin and Taylor, couldn't figure out why Todd and I wanted to spend so much time with Penelope. Our response was, of course, the only response because she was the only child who still wanted to actually hang out with us. She still enjoys our company. She doesn't find us completely embarrassing as all of the teenagers do. And she actually wants to be with us. We knew that our time was limited with her since we do have teenagers, and so we wanted to take advantage of this time while we still could. So this past weekend, Uncle T, as Todd is commonly called, invited Penelope to come over to our house for a sleepover. Throughout the sleepover, she and Taylor rode bikes during the day. They played in the sprinkler and watched a movie and ate junk food together. We talked with her about how much our dog Benzie loves the squirrels outside. We walked to Woodside Green Park and hiked in the woods. Now, Penelope even told us all about the toads that she had found the week before that now call her bedroom home We ended that night with something we've been doing with Penelope ever since she was a wee one. Uncle T likes to find fun music, he cranks it up, and we like to have a dance party in the living room. There's just something about dancing with your favorite five-year-old that helps ease the heavy burdens of life. In those moments, none of us cared what we looked like. We replaced all of the real words in the song to the name of our dog, Benzie. And we laughed at our silly movements that we were doing. We were reminded in those moments that God created us to be playful. And like children, we are to have fun, be silly, laugh, and enjoy one another. To appreciate nature, and yes, to even talk about toads. Rest from our heavy burdens comes in many forms. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Oh Jesus, can we really share the work with you? The pressure to do it all is very great. It is easy to feel like we are doing all of this on our own. And it is easy for our egos to be the driver in this place but this is not what you have called us to. We are to learn from you, your humility, your invitation, your gentleness, your truth and your mercy. Teach us, Jesus, to share the work with you. Nowhere in the Bible will you find an individual doing all the things all by themselves. Story after story includes multiple biblical characters and in the rare story where you might find a human appearing by themselves they're not really alone god is always there you will find stories throughout the old testament filled with people shielding their eyes or turning away from god The belief at the time was that the power of God was so strong that to look directly into the face of the God could actually cost you your life. If we were to turn away from the face of God today, we would miss out on so much. It would mean to turn away from the sick, the marginalized, the outcast, the demonized, and even the imprisoned. We would miss out on the face of God all around us. God's heart has been working through Stony Brook's engagement in prison ministries for years. Stony Brook has been involved with Bill Glass Behind the Walls and the Kairos Prison Ministries. Both of these ministries were designed to witness to the love Christ has for all at the end of April when we were learning about the massive COVID outbreak at Marion Correctional, the Marion Correctional Kairos team sent a letter of encouragement to the men. It was beautiful. It was full of grace, love, and humility, and it moved me to tears. And I'll share just a portion of that letter with you today. They write, it is easy to say that we have no understanding of what, we are, what you are going through. This is true, but we really do not understand what is happening here on the outside. Six weeks ago, toilet paper, napkins, and paper towels were no big deal. Today, we covet each and chase rumors of their existence in grocery stores. We dine out through takeout. We wear masks, gloves, and we look at one another as if they are lepers, wondering what they may be carrying. Most work from home, and if there is work to accomplish, we live in fear of not being able to adequately provide for our families. We've been asked to save mankind, not by storming the beaches of Normandy, but by sitting on the couch and watching Netflix and Hulu. But in the midst of all of this and the chaos in Washington, D.C., our communities are pulling together as a family to help one another and to provide for one another's needs. While there is strife and disagreement, we are working together because a community is only as strong as its weakest member. One of the hallmarks of Kairos is the practice of listen, listen, love, love, which allows us to come together and develop intimate relationships through Jesus of camaraderie, respect, sharing, compassion, encouragement, and love, especially in times of disarray. Show kindness and love to one another. If someone is hurting or going without, tend to his needs, provide encouraging acts and words you will be amazed at what will transpire and how quickly a bad situation will change. In addition to Bill Glass and Kairos, Stony Brook also supports Kindway, a nonprofit organization that manages Embark. Embark is a Christian prison re-entry ministry. And Kindway does the work of identifying male and female participants who need assistance in their transition to independent living. This includes support. This this support includes transitional housing, employment and transportation. Wanting to continue to grow in our ministry partnership with Kindway, Stony Brook applied for a grant through the West Ohio Conference. The West Ohio Conference has an all-in community program, and this ministry supports prison ministries across our conference. I am delighted to report that Stony Brook was awarded a $3,000 grant through the all-in community program. This grant is going to assist with rent and utility deposits for those who are transitioning to independent living. And in addition to this, Stony Brook gets to partner with New Albany United Methodist to offer additional support to these individuals by providing furniture and household items to get them started. Now, all of this has happened very quickly. We've not only already received our first grant disbursement check, but we've already received our first request to assist an individual. I'm excited to tell you about Lori and her quest to settle into independence. Lori was released from the Ohio Reformatory for Women in October of this past year. She has been employed, living in transitional housing, and she is now ready for the exciting step of independence. She's gonna be moving on July 12th. It's right around the corner. In addition to the financial support that we will be giving Lori through our grant, Lori's also in need of some items for her home. If you would like to help Lori in this manner, Emily Keener, our Director of Outreach and Missions, has set up a a page on our website that you can find more information and to sign up for some of the needs that Lori has. You'll find the list of Lori's Needs at Stonybrook.church slash New Home Project. Now, if you want to learn more about Kindway and embark, I'm going to invite you to reach out to Tom Hoffman. If you don't already know, Tom serves on the Kindway Board of Directors. Tom has a huge heart for missions. He has a deep passion for prison ministry and his love for Jesus is evident in the ways that he allows himself to partner with Jesus in transformational ministries. Tom is one who reflects God's nature of invitation, gentleness, kindness, enthusiasm, and love for humanity. If you end up talking to Tom about this ministry, I assure you, you will not be disappointed. His enthusiasm is contagious. I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Oh, Jesus, life feels anything but restful right now. But we trust your words. Though the world feels as if it's spinning out of control, it helps for us to be engaged in ministry. It reminds us that the world is bigger than just us. Don't leave us, God. Even when we kick and we scream and we cry and we resist you, transform us through your ministries through our prayers and conversation with you and through our relationships with others even though we're scared god don't let go we need you and we need to rest in you in order to see ourselves as your creation may we each hear ourselves in this conversation that john rodell created between him and God. Hear these words. Hello, God. Hello, my child. I'm falling apart. Can you put me back together? I'd rather not. Why? Because you're not a puzzle. But what about all the pieces of my life that fall to the ground, God? Just leave them there for a while. They fell for a reason. Let them be there for a little while and then decide if you need to take any of those pieces back. But God, you don't understand I'm breaking. No, you don't understand. You're transcending, evolving. What you feel are growing pains. You're getting rid of the things and people in your life that hold you back. The pieces are not falling down, they're being put back in place. Relax, take a deep breath, and let those things that you no longer need fall away. Stop clinging to those pieces that are no longer for you. Let them go. But once I start to do that, what will I have left, God? Oh, my child, only the best pieces of yourself but I'm afraid to change. But I keep telling you, you're not changing, you're becoming. Becoming? Becoming who? You are becoming who I created you to be, a person of light and love, of charity and hope, of courage and joy, of mercy and grace and compassion. I made you for so much more than those shallow pieces you have decided to adorn yourself with and that you cling to with so much greed and fear. Let those things fall off of you. I love you. Don't change, become. Don't change, become. Become who I want you to be, who I created you to be. And I'm gonna keep telling you that until you remember. There goes another piece. Yes, let it be like this. So God, I'm not broken? No, but you're breaking the darkness like dawn. It's a new day. Become, become who you really are. Friends, it is in the becoming of who we really are that we find true rest in Jesus. When we live as an authentic creation of God, the burdens in life don't seem so heavy and the weariness less exhausting. Rest in your belovedness. Rest in your beauty. Rest in your reflection of God to the world. For God asks of no more and no less than of you. Amen.